Good evening. It is time for today's tax talk. I'm your host. I'm attorney Stephen Leahy. Uh, it is Wednesday, September 14th, the year of our Lord, 2022. And um, there's been a there's this organization called Judicial Watch. There have been on this uh, uh, abuse of the IRS for some years. And they had a press release today about some Lois Lerner. Remember Lois Lerner? Uh, but that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, won't you join us? You know, I, I wouldn't even think that this is relevant except for we just doubled the size of the IRS and we're giving them all this power. And we see what's going on with the FBI and, and many people believe that it's been um, politicized and, and uh, the IRS also was politicized. Now that's been found. I, I'm always amazed at how long it takes to get to the bottom of some of this stuff uh, when it's big government and, you know, at, at issue. The January sixth stuff, boy, they they got those people the next day, and they put them in they put them in jail, and they've been holding them, and they put them in they're on trial, and boom, boom, boom. But with the IRS, um, first nobody was there was no criminal action against anyone against their, even though they violated their constitutional rights, and that was found by courts. Uh, and also there's these depositions, so that's what I want to talk about today. I don't want to forget about this stuff. Um, when I first started my IRS radio hour some years ago, over eight years ago now, one of our first um, segments, we used to have a segment uh, about the IRS and the, the saga, the IRS saga. And every week there was new news about the IRS and the targeting these uh, 501c3 and c4 organizations to stop them from... from um, uh, raising money for conservative causes, uh, and Obama was running for re-election, and it and became a very big thing at that time. Uh, this was remember this was right after Citizens United, which was a United States Supreme Court case that allowed these groups to raise money and spend it for political ads. Um, and so, rather than they found a way, they being big government. And the Democrats found a way to stop them from funding these things. And they didn't have to stop them forever. They just needed to slow them down. And that's what they did through the IRS uh, uh, red tape. And uh, um, eventually, many of them did get their, their designations, but it was too late to make a difference in that election. So let's, let's look at, these, uh, at the stories here um, that I have. Make sure I have that off there. Here we go. Uh, so let's see if we can look at the stories here. Huh. There we go. Here we go. This is uh, Judicial Watch. Unsealed depositions of former Obama IRS officials, Lerner and Paz. Detailed knowledge of Tea Party targeting. Um Again, it took some years now. What this was 2012, 2013, and it's not now. It's two. It's ten years ago, and we're just now getting this. And now it doesn't really matter. Nobody will pay attention. So, ah, that's old news. That's that doesn't matter. But I think what it does is it should alert us 
to be careful of what we're doing with we're funding the uh, the IRS now, and whether some in government will use it ag- against their political enemies. And I think that go, you know I think that it's the same with the EPA and the uh, and the CIA and the FBI, all of the alphabets, right? They're all out there, and government officials are in charge, and many government officials will abuse their power uh, for political purposes. Uh, and I think it's important that we don't forget that. Judicial Watch announced today that it is that it has received previously sealed court documents, including depositions of IRS officials, Lois Lerner, the former director of the Exempt Organizations Unit of the Internal Revenue Service, and Holly Paz, her top aide and former IRS director of Office of Rulings and Agreements, which show that they knew most Tea Party organizations were legally entitled to tax exempt status in the run up to the Obama re-election in 2012. The releases come in the December 2017 Amicus Curis brief, a friend of the court brief, filed by Judicial Watch in in this case. Judicial Watch argued that the documents sought may shed light on government misconduct, and the shielding of internal government deliberations does not serve the public's interests. Lerner and Paz's depositions were sealed by Judge Barrett in April 2017 after Lerner and Paz's lawyers claimed the two officials were receiving threats. You mean like Justice Kavanaugh? Uh, the The court finally ordered the unsealing of the depositions four years after plaintiff's request for depositions be unsealed and only after plaintiffs filed the writ of mandamus to force action in the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Sixth Circuit. The sworn depositions were given in 2017 by Lerner and Paz. In the newly unsealed deposition transcripts, the two IRS officials repeatedly have memory lapses and regularly plead ignorance on the fundamental matters in question. The unsealed Lerner and Paz deposition transcripts revealed through sworn testimony that bureaucratic tangle created by the Obama IRS to single out delay and deny the processing of conservative, especially Tea Party nonprofit groups, applications for tax-exempt status and to disclose their donors' names. At the same time, Paz admits under questioning that she knew from the beginning there was not sufficient legal basis to deny most of the targeted groups tax-exempt status. Question. The organizations have filed applications representing what they were organized for and what they have done and also their intended activities. And you thought that, for the majority of those applications, that that would warrant the recognition of exemption? The witness, Paz. My recollection is that at the time, my thinking was that the majority of the C4, 501C4, applications, while they may have indicated some amount of political activity, that because remember now these organizations can't be solely political, that we would not have enough basis to make determination that they would be that that would be their primary activity and deny them exact status. If you can't get you can't be at five hundred one c three or five hundred one c three four if your primary uh, activity is is um, politics, and therefore question and therefore they would receive an approval of recognition of exemption. Answer correct. 
The records also include an unsealed court filing of North Cal Tea Party Patriots that provides a detailed description of the ordinary price process by which the IRS determines whether to grant an organization tax-exempt status and how the process under Lerner deviated from the norm after the IRS brought Tea Party groups under spe- special scrutiny following the Citizens United Supreme Court decision. The, the North Cal Tea Party Patriots filing details. Lerner expressed strong feelings about Supreme Court's 2010 uh, Citizens United case. In a June 1st, 2012 email exchange with uh, a person, Lerner wrote that Citizens United, by far the worst thing that has ever happened to this country. Later, in the same email exchange, Lerner expanded on her views of Citizens United. We are witnessing the end of America. There has always been the struggle between the capitalistic ideals and the humanistic ideals. Uh, So she doesn't like capitalism. Religion has usually tempered the selfishness of capitalism, but the rapid hellfire peace of religion has has hijacked the game, and in the end, we will all lose out. So she doesn't like religion either. It's all tied together. Money can buy Congress and the presidency. So in turn, money packs the Supreme Court and the court packs the money. The good old boys still win. Learners sought to reverse the impact of Citizens United. Like they all do, all of these deep state people, they think that they have, they don't care what, what the elected officials say or what the Supreme Court says. Uh, they're going to override it because they think they know better. Like Struck, Strzok, whatever his name is, from the FBI with Trump. In the June 11, 2012 email exchange with Robert Stern, former chair of the Council of Government Ethics Law, about Stern's report discussing states' response to Citizens United, Lerner wrote, I like it. Very easy to find specific information, as well as to get the big picture. You done good. Now, if we can only fix the darn law. In a February 13, 2012 mail email exchange among Lerner and various of her subordinates, about proposed federal legislation that would require tax-exempt organizations to disclose their donors, Lerner wrote, Wouldn't that be great? And I won't hold my breath. The North Cal Tea Party Patriots filing also describes Lerner's targeting Tea Party groups after Citizens United. Lerner began to worry that applicants for exemption would rely on United Citizens United to challenge the IRS's regulations on political activities by C3 and C4 organizations. Lerner particularly worried that the Tea Party groups would seek to challenge IRS regulations. In an email exchange concerning the February 1, 2011 sensitive case report, Lerner told Paz and others, Tea Party matter, very dangerous. This could be the vehicle to go to court on the issue of whether Citizens United overturning the ban on corporate spending applies to tax-exempt rules. Counsel and Judy Kindle need to be in on, on this one. Please... Please needs to be in this. Cincy, Cincinnati, because there's an office there in Cincinnati, should probably not have these cases. Holly, please see what exactly they have, please. Later in that exchange, Lerner directed her subordinates to find a reason other than political activity to deny the Tea Party applicants exemptions under 501c3 to prevent them from challenging the exemption rules based on Citizens United. Thanks. Even if we go... With a four on the Tea Party cases, C five hundred one C four, they may want to argue that they should be C threes, five hundred one C threes. So it would be great if we can get 
there without saying the only reason that they don't get three is political activity. These new transcripts expose new date details on the cover-up on how the Obama IRS intentionally suppressed the Tea Party movement during the 2012 presidential campaign, said Judicial Watch President Tom Finton. These documents show how Obama administration easily used the IRS to suppress an entire political movement threatening his re-election. The Obama IRS abuse is the epitome of election interference. Given this largely unchecked abuse by the IRS, the Biden administration's massive new expansion of the IRS should concern all of Americans. And that's why I'm reading this today. Lois Lerner retired with full federal benefits in September 2013. The original North Cal Tea Party Patriots lawsuit, in which Lerner and Paz gave depositions, was a class action lawsuit against the Internal Revenue Service, the Department of Treasury, and the named individual officials claiming that elements within the executive branch of the federal government, including defendants, brought the vast powers, incomprehensible complex complexity, and crushing bureaucracy of the IRS to bear on groups of citizens whose only wrongdoing was their presumed dissent from the policies or ideology of the administration. In other words, these citizens were targeted based on their political viewpoints. I think we see that over and over again today, don't we? The lawsuit was settled in 2017 when the Justice Department awarded the plaintiffs over $3.5 million for attorney's fees, costs, and expenses, and incentive awards. The settling of the case, the DOJ admitted the IRS abused its power and the criteria it used to screen applicants for 501c status was inappropriate. Then, Attorney General Sessions stated, The IRS's use of these criteria as a basis for heightened scrutiny was wrong and should never have occurred. It is improper for the IRS to single out groups for different treatment based on their names or ideological positions. Any entitlement to tax exemption should be based on the activities of the organization and whether they fulfill requirements of the law, not the policy positions adopted by members or the name chosen to reflect those views. Despite these admissions of wrongdoing, the Obama IRS scandal resulted in no criminal charges. Today, to this day, when you hear it on the news, they tell you, oh, you know, uh, there was no wrongdoing. They, they, they alleged wrongdoing. No, there, there was admitted wrongdoing. Judicial Watch over, uh, uncovered troves of documents about the Obama IRS scandal. Judicial Watch filed at least nine Freedom of Information lawsuits about the IRS scandal, and much of what is known about the scandal resulted from Judicial Watch litigation investigations. That's actually true. They do good work. In September 2014, the Judicial Watch Freedom of Information Act lawsuit forced the release of documents detailing the IRS sought, obtained, and maintained the names of donors to Tea Party and other conservative groups. So they're going to target the members. If you gave to one of these groups, they're going to target you for, for an audit. IRS officials acknowledged in these documents that such information was not needed. The documents also show that donor names were being used for a secret research project. Secret. That ain't good. (laughs) In April 2015, Judicial Watch released court-ordered IRS documents that included an email from Lerner asking that the program be set up to put together some training points to help them understand the potential pitfalls of revealing too much information to Congress. The documents also contain a learner email from 2013 in which she says she is willing to take the blame on some aspects of the scandal. She also indicates that she understands why the IRS criteria leading to the targeting of the Tea Party and other opponents of the Obama might raise questions. 
In Ju July 2015, records show the IRS scandal also included the Justice Department and FBI as well. According to the documents obtained, obtained by Judicial Watch under the court order, in an, April, in an October 2010 meeting, Lerner, Justice Department officials, and the FBI planned for possible criminal prosecution of targeted non-profit organizations for alleged illegal political activity. So they're going to put them in prison. Not only deny their, their right to raise money or, or a C1, 501c3 or 4 organization, they want to put you in prison. Like now. As part of the effort, and I, and I probably put myself out there too, but I, I'm okay with that. I, I always know that because I help people fight the IRS, so I always know that the IRS might come after me at any time, and I, and I am clean as a whistle. As part of that effort, the, I, the Obama IRS gave the FBI 21 computer disks containing 1.25 million pages of confidential IRS returns from 113,000 nonprofit 501c4 social welfare groups as part of its prosecution effort. According to a letter from then House Oversight Committee Chairman Daryl Issa to IRS Commissioner John Koskinen, this revelation likely means that the IRS, including possibly Lois Lerner, violated federal tax law by transmitting this information to the Justice Department. Also, in July 2015, Judicial Watch released Obama IRS documents confirming that the agency knew used donor lists of tax-exempt organizations to target those donors for audits. The documents also showed IRS officials specifically highlighted how the U.S. Chamber of Commerce might come under high scrutiny from the IRS. In July 2016, Judicial Watch, through a federal court order in one of its Freedom of Information Act lawsuits, obtained an FBI 302 documents, which contained detailed narratives of FBI agent investigations, revealing that top Washington IRS officials, including Lois Lerner and Holly Paz, knew that the agency was specifically targeting Tea Party and other conservative organizations two years before disclosing it to Congress and the public. The FBI 302 documents also confirm the Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration 2013 report that said senior IRS officials knew that agents were targeting conservative groups for special scrutiny as early as 2011. Lerner did not reveal the target until May 2013. In response to a planted question at an American Bar Association conference, the documents revealed that then-acting IRS Commissioner Stephen Miller actually wrote Lerner's response, where she admits they, IRS staff, used names like Tea Party or Patriots, and they selected cases simply because the applications had those names in the title. That was wrong. That was absolutely incorrect, insensitive, and inappropriate. In November 2016, after the IRS refused to acknowledge its targeting of conservative groups, Judicial Watch forced the release of IRS documents, uh, records revealing the agency used inappropriate political labels to screen the tax-exempt applications of conservative organizations. IRS agents were targeting of organizations requesting tax-exempt status based on guilt by association and party affiliation. Judicial Watch brought to light that the IRS was using to, was going to require 501c4 nonprofit organizations to restrict their alleged political activities in exchange for expedited considerations of their tax-exempt applications. FBI 302 documents uncovered by Judicial Watch also revealed that the IRS officials stated that the agency was targeting conservative groups because of their ideology and political affiliation in the summer of 2011. Well, uh, we, we might have time. 
Judicial Watch also separately uncovered in a lawsuit that Lerner was under significant pressure from both Democrats in Congress and Obama Justice Department and FBI to prosecute and jail the groups the FBI was already improperly targeting. In discussing pressure from Senator Whitehouse uh, the, to prosecute these political groups, Lerner admitted it is all about 501c3 orgs and political activity. In March 2017, Judicial Watch obtained IRS documents that contain admissions by IRS officials that the agency used inappropriate political labels to screen the tax-exempt applications of conservative organizations. Other records uncovered revealed that the IRS was going to require 501c3, c4 nonprofit organizations to restrict their alleged political activities in exchange for expedited consideration of their tax-exempt applications. In June 2018, Judicial Watch obtained internal IRS documents revealing that Senator John McCain's former staff director and chief counsel of the Senate Homeland Security Permanent Subcommittee, Henry Kerner, urged top IRS officials, including then-director of exemplary organizations, Lois Lerner, to audit so many that it becomes financially ruinous. Kerner was appointed by President Trump as special counsel for the United States of Special Counsel. In response to Judicial Watch's litigation, the IRS initially claimed that emails belonging to Erner were supposedly missing. Later, IRS officials conceded that the missing emails were on IRS backup. Remember, that was a big scandal. That, they, that, that they, Oh, they're gone. We can't find them. We, you know, they've been destroyed. But they weren't destroyed. They were there, and they found them. I just thought this was an interesting case that we should never forget. And we should be very vigilant in making sure that this IRS does, doesn't do the same thing. But here's my opinion. Of course they're going to do the same thing. The FBI is more, more politicized than ever. And that's saying something after J. Edgar Hoover. right? So, so these organizations we have to be careful of. They have carte blanche power. And they're coming after you. Don't, don't fool yourself. That's what's going on. Anyway, I hope you, I hope you like today's show. I think that this was uh, eye-opening. Let's fight. Let's fight it together. So thanks so much for joining us. Remember, I'm going to ask you to like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. I need, you, I need your help to get this information out. Who's talking about this stuff? Nobody talks about this stuff. Only Attorney Leahy talks about this stuff. So we need your help to get it out there. So thanks so much for doing that for me. And remember, if you have IRS problems, if you owe the IRS money, if you pay too much in taxes, and most of us do, you should give us a call or go to freeirsbook.com, freeirsbook.com. Get your free copy of Deal With Your IRS Problem today. Uh, I'll ask for a small uh, shipping and handling fee. But other than that, the book is free and all of the bonuses are also free. So thanks so much for joining us here today. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. And in the meantime, uh, let's, let's talk taxes. Thank you.